passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. Welcome. So the Warriors just lost on the road. So of course we have to hear about their despicable road record. (laughs) And I'm tired of hearing about the road record. And I know some of you might be saying, but Matt, it's a concern and it should matter. Well, you know what? That road record matters to me about as much as that overtime record matters. Because it's always brought up. And guess what? It hasn't stopped the Warriors from winning championships. Like, the way I just look at this season at this point is that it's not real. Like, that road record isn't real. Because look across the board at the league. They've been missing half the damn squad. Like, Whether you guys want to believe it or not, you just got to accept, like, come on. If, like, Andrew Wiggins is playing, that makes a difference, right? Like, they're missing key pieces, and it's harder to win on the road when you're missing key pieces. Just is. So, and they've missed those key pieces for a lot of the road games. So that road record isn't real. Um, And it's not going to matter come the postseason, okay? So with that being said... I ain't going to be harping on that. Of course, it always sucks when Steph gives us a 50-burger and they don't get the W. No one loves that, but the GOAT did put up 50. And I'm told that you should still celebrate people having great games even when they lose. So it's a little hard for me to do. It's just my DNA and the way that I'm built, but we know his greatness. (laughs) So that's that. But Let's let's get into this game, Justin. So what happened in this game? What 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 was the problem? Um, I think the three major problems that they had this game was one, they were just undersized, in particular Garden Kawhi and Paul George. And on the glass, Russell Westbrook and Terrence Mann had a stretch where they just got like every offensive rebound because they were just crashing and using their athleticism to get to the ball first. Um, So whenever the Warriors would get a stop, the Clippers would get it back, whether it be those either those two guards or Zubac just kind of just owning the glass all night. So that was one thing. Second thing was turnovers. I believe they had like 16 turnovers. Um, 
you know, and they were they were a variety of different ones. Uh, at like, what's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, live ball turnovers, some charges. I think they had um, just stuff like that. And then the ref show that typically follows the Warriors wherever they go was was definitely on one tonight. Um, the Clippers shot more than two times as many free throws as the Warriors did. And, you know, give credit to the Clippers. They were the bigger, more physical team. So grabbing offensive rebounds and going straight back up for a layup typically puts the defense at a disadvantage. And sometimes, especially when you're a smaller defender, you swipe at the ball or try to get a block and you end up fouling the guy. So they had a few of those. But a lot of the a lot of the ticky tack ones, guys moving their feet, beating people to the spot, getting a call. You know, a guy drives, snaps his head back, it's a call. Meanwhile, Steph is literally getting grabbed by every single player he drives by on his way to 50 points and no calls. No calls all pretty much until the fourth quarter. They, they didn't get any calls. And at that point, the game was kind of out of reach. Um, so, yeah, a little bit too small, turning the ball over too much, fouling too much, according to the refs, which is also part of the four, four free throw shots for the entire night. You said what? He only had four free throw shots for the entire night, which he went to a four on. But I like, mean, it's like at this point, it's like, come on, like, what? Why aren't the Warriors sending videos to the league at this point? Like, I don't understand. They, they probably are. It's funny on on the live broadcast, RJ and JJ Redick are talking about how, like, early in the game. Kawhi's like trying to close out in the step three, and Steph still hits it, and they're like, "Yeah, that's still a foul." Like he's hip checking Steph in the air, no call. Steph's getting grabbed, like visibly getting grabbed and having to pull his arm free from other guys, no call. Um, it's crazy. Worst whistle of any superstar in the history of the NBA. Like it, it's clear. This is why I laugh at the idea that he couldn't have like made it in like these uh, earlier errors where like it was more physical. I'm like, bro, do y'all not see what happens to this man on the court? He would have survived if I just fine. Yeah. Just fine. So in a potential, because the the Clippers are potentially a team the Warriors could match up with in the first round, right? Assuming the Warriors are healthy, what would be the difference for them to win a series versus the Clippers? Because the Clippers are going to still have more size. Yeah, but I think the issue with the size difference in particular tonight was on the wing because their best players are six, eight strong guys where the Warriors are missing their best player to play against a player like that. Right. You saw what Wiggins did in the playoffs against Luka Doncic and against Jason Tatum guys who are around Kawhi Leonard's size, Paul George's frame and his size. Um, he bothers those guys. Like every time he plays against Kawhi Leonard, since he's gotten to golden state, he's bothered him. Right, because Kawhi likes to get to his spots and rise up, but it's hard to rise up over Wiggins with his length and his uh, jumping ability, especially when he's off balance. He can get off the ground so quickly. Um, and then Gary Payton just pressuring the ball. Guys like Eric Gordon can't come off your bench and score 14 points in a quarter because a guy like Gary Payton is getting under his handle. And it just puts everybody else in the right position. So Loon and Dre aren't extending themselves out too far. They can actually focus on doing the big man things a little bit better. Um, Clay Thompson can have a little bit more legs to go out there and hit shots rather than chasing Kawhi and Paul George 
over these screens and trying to battle with these dudes, posting them up every play. So, um, I mean, I think in the series, the Warriors have a – they match up with them really well um, because they have players that can match up with Kawhi and Paul George, and it just frees up their better offensive players to play their full game. So, And the Clippers can't guard – they can't guard quick guards. That's why Steph destroys them every time. And JP usually plays them really well too offensively. So um, it's so just that, that question mark. If we play them, if assuming we're healthy, it doesn't sound like you're that worried if we are to play them. No, definitely not. Um, Russell Westbrook had a good game tonight. I don't think he would have a good series against the Warriors. Um, I think they would tweak their coverage on him a little bit. They leave him open a lot. But I think it would be a little bit different in a playoff series. They don't want just let them shoot wide open shots like repeatedly over the course of the game. So, yeah, I feel pretty confident the Warriors would beat them. Okay. Um, I do too. But I like it when you explain things to our audience and me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, Justin? I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. But you're laughing. So what's funny? The Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. You're full of shit. But it's okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. This is what he does, y'all. You're getting to see the videos in full effect. Laughing at me. Having his own inside <laughs> jokes in his head about me. Like, what is that? We're supposed to be partners. And this is what he does to me. It's all good. Um, well... You know, I don't know why. I don't know. I think I sort of had a good day today, although I'm really exhausted. Because I don't know why I'm not as annoyed about this loss, maybe as I should be. Maybe because they still are in sixth place. But I mean, they have a back-to-back coming up, you know, and I'm just, I'm not keen on the idea that they'll be missing Dre. So before we sort of move on to what else transpired in the game and look ahead. I just really would love it in terms of the like away games. Like it feels like, I don't know. It's actually a different thing every game, but in the last few games, I think I felt like Steph has been like going off and doing a lot. And, you know, there's been a couple of games where he's like, okay, let me, set everyone up and let me get them going, right? But I just, it feels like he's, when they're away and like he knows, I think like he really wants them to win on the road. So he's like, and he was hot tonight. So, but I just still felt like if they could have just gotten some more from someone else, like JP was efficient, but you know, I mean, he sort yeah, I mean, what did he have? Like 16 or 18, 16? I think he had 19, but he scored 19. like a three in garbage time. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, 16 points from JP is satisfactory when you have like Clay and everyone else out there. But I just felt like they could have done more to maybe try to get Clay going, you know, because at the end of the game, like I saw Dante taking shots and I'm like, why is Dante taking these shots? But who knows? Clay maybe wasn't even in rhythm. And then he went for this like, fadeaway three that like was not a good shot just wasn't um and I think I saw Marcus Thompson tweet about it too because I was just like I don't like that clay shot and I was about to tweet it and I'm like let me not because the clay defenders get very like 
you know, like if you say you don't like a shot from him, how dare you question anything? So, but I just, I didn't like the shot, you know, and Dre passed up a layup, you know, and this is, I mean, I get it at that point. They probably were in the territory where they sort of need some threes, but that was not a good three. It wasn't a good one. So I would prefer mm-hmm. you take the the layup, Dre, that you have, then pass it out to a three. That's not a good shot for Clay to take. And believe it or not, yes, there are some threes. That's not a good shot for Clay to take. And even stuff. So um, even for them. So I didn't like that. And um, I just want them to kind of get more crisp with like closing and how they're doing things. And I just feel like, they're still doing some stupid shit when they close, right? I mean, this was better. This game was a better road game in the sense that they didn't get like down too much and it kind of remained even and it was back and forth, right? So, I mean, this was about like, in my opinion, how they they close and also who else was there to help Steph, right? Like, I, I agree, like the boards, like I was... I, I always get so aggravated by Zubak every game. I'm just like, what? like, why? I don't like this man. And I mean, obviously he's good for the Clippers, but he just, like, why can't they get anything, right? I mean, driving me crazy. So they're getting killed on the boards. And, um, you know, but I just felt like if they could have gotten something from someone else, like if they're going to get like, you either got to have enough offense where they had enough offense, but you either got to get something from someone else and you got to outscore them on a night where you don't have Andrew Wiggins. Right. And you have all this other stuff. I just, I'm not sure what the game plan was tonight. I guess that's what I'm confused about because it's like, you either got to find a way to get grab boards. Right. Cause like you already mentioned, they're getting stops. Or you got to outscore them. And so if you have to out, you know what I mean? They have to obviously score more points to win because I don't want some stupid person being like, well, yeah. But I'm just saying, if you if you don't have the bodies to grab the rebounds and, and, and do that, then you need to get it done offensively. And I felt like they could have maybe done more to help Clay get going or, you know, just something because – they weren't really getting much from anyone else. And that's sort of going to happen on the road anyway. So that was sort of my observation. No, I agree. Um, in the first half, Clay was getting some good shots and he was scoring well. I don't think he got that many shots in the second half, period. Um, and then they they forced two threes to him at the very end. And, I mean, he was he's been on a heater all year. So I think they should right. they should have leaned into him a little bit more. Um, he might have been a little bit fatigued because of his defensive assignments um, tonight, just pretty much having to guard both Kawhi and Paul George pretty much the entire game. But, yeah, like you said, they got to they gotta do what they should have done a little bit more to get him involved offensively. And, you know, these, these type of games or these type of matchups is similar to the Memphis one where it's like just try to throw out some lineups that just make sense size-wise, right? At the end of the game, they went with uh, Steph, Dante, Joku, Clay, and Draymond, and they were they were getting some good stuff. But you know, at least defensively, they can kind of they can kind of match up a little bit better with the Clippers. They just couldn't score themselves. Um, you know, they would double Steph, and then Steph would pass it off, and it would somehow end up in Dante's hands. And just you know, Dante's just not that type of player to be able to be taking those shots at the end of the game. Um, 
So, you know, you think, okay, if that's Wiggins instead of Dante, you feel much more comfortable about his ability to either hit the shot or make something happen off the dribble and be able to finish against some more size, right? Because he has the athleticism and the size himself. And that's just, that's really what it boils down to a lot of the times. It's just like, yeah, the other team just, just got a little bit more size. They got it going. They can grab rebounds, kick them back out for, for threes. And that'll be the difference in the game. And I think that was a difference tonight, but would have been nice to see Patrick Baldwin out there. Maybe, you know, just a little bit more size. I'm over it. He just will not give Patrick Baldwin a try. So like, I'm not even gonna. Yeah. I'm over Moody it. Was out there for a little bit, and he he played decent in his minutes. You know, he had like one or two fouls out there, but he got some nice rebounds, made some nice interior passes. He was out there, at least trying to use his length on some of those wings that they had. But only played ten minutes. You know. Anyway, I think we're done recapping the game. Right? Okay. So, let's move on. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Um, because we got some news today. We got some news today. Andre Iguodala. I feel like we talked about this in the last episode. Like, definitely (laughs) did. Oh. Andre Iguodala fractured his wrist, and I don't know, like, the severity, but he's having a surgery, right? A procedure? Isn't that what it said? Yep. So, 
I mean, I'm guessing he's pretty much done for the season, like including the postseason or no? Um, nah. I think he probably will be able to come back. I don't know. What is it? Probably within like a month, maybe. Really? You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know how so I don't know how severe the fracture is. I think they they'll give us a the I guess the timetable after that, but I don't know. I mean, look, on the one hand, we were not planning for Andre. I, I wasn't. Like, it's like, you're planning for him to be in the rotation, but not to be, like, a 20-minute <laughs> rotation piece, right. right? So, but it's just, I don't know. This season is just the, the fucking gift that keeps on giving in the worst kind of way. Um, so we get that news, and... You text something that aggravated me, but you know, my mind was already there. And so, but I'm still I'm still praying because you know what? I see them saying, like, we'll know soon what they're doing. And you know, whether it's the two ways or other players out there. And so that makes me think, Justin, like the reason they haven't rushed to sign them is because they are trying to maybe see if there's like something else out there. Maybe there's someone they're thinking, let's try a 10 day with, or maybe they're, you know, contemplating some nays. I don't know, but I just feel like if they were so set on one of those two guys that the signing would have happened already. So for me, that's a good sign, you know? Um, But at this point, I guess if you need one of them to finish the regular season, but I just, uh, I don't want either one of them. And you know, I for sure don't want Lamb. But the Andre Iguodala hurting his hand, like, changes things, at least for purposes of, like, finishing the rest of the regular season. Because Gary's not back. And we don't know when, when Andrew's coming back or if Andrew's coming back. So, um what does that mean for the Warriors? And just don't say his name if you have to talk about him. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it just means they're in a really tough spot. Like we just saw tonight, we saw against Memphis, uh, I guess a week or two ago. The wing position is a very important position in the NBA because so many of the best players in the league are that size. And then even the, play- the players that aren't a part of the best players in the league, it, you can just do multiple things out there, right? You can guard on perimeter, rebound, stuff like that. And those are the areas that the Warriors really need right now because, um, you know, Dre and Loon for majority of the season have held their own as bigs, the only bigs that we have. Um, and then they have the best guard group in the NBA, right? They have four starting caliber guards, um, two of them yeah. being stars and one of them being the best player in the league. So, they're, they're not hurting in the guard That's department. You right. said it. The best player in the league. <laughs> well, I'll see what you think it's not him. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. No, you're fine. Yeah, they're, they're not They're not hurting in the guard department. I mean, at this point, they're big. Their bigs are who they are. But the wings is really what makes the Warriors the Warriors outside of the big three. You know what I mean? Like, those guys that can just fill in the, the gaps that are left between Steph, Clay, and Dre, they do all the heavy lifting and then the wings take care of the rest and they, they need them. They don't have them right now. So it's going to be tough for them to, you know, go on a run 
towards, I mean, at the end of the season without those guys, they're capable of doing it, but it's just going to take some extra effort from guys like Steph going for 50, Clay getting 30 in the first half, you know, Steph scoring eight points in a minute and a half, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. They're going to have to pull out the tricks. Right. Exactly. And that's what you don't want. So you just, you just praying that, you know, one, of those two guys between Gary and Andrew come back sooner than later. We just got Kaminga back, which helps a lot. And I mean, those are your three main like small forwards. So the sooner they get back, the the sooner this team will can really gear up to go on a run. So, I mean, right now the Warriors fall back to six, but like it's like they're literally just one game behind the Clippers and you know, tonight could have been exciting because it was all like shaping out well. Because like all the other teams that needed to lose lost, and then damn Dallas, damn the Spurs—they let Dallas come back and pull off that over overtime victory. So, because we were only one game behind the Suns, <laughs> really two because they have, they had the tiebreaker. But it's like every time they're right there. Then something happens. But you are not necessarily rooting for them to get the fourth seed. You're very comfortable with them being like the six. In fact, I think you want them to just be six, it seems like. I do. I do. I don't want them to, like, hover close enough to the six that they can just, like, lose a random one-off game and then drop to seven. You know what I mean? I kind of want them to be, like, fifth and then be six at the end. <laughs> but, yeah, just <laughs> – the way this, the standings look right now, right? You you take a look. Obviously, Denver's first. Um, Sacramento and Memphis are both tied, but they're like second and third, whatever. They're probably going to stay second and third. And then you got Phoenix fourth. The Clippers are now fifth. Minnesota and Dallas will play for seven. And then whoever loses between that will play probably the Lakers for eight. So if you look at it from a from a bracket standpoint, the one and eight seed are on one side of the bracket. The four and five seed are on that side as well. Two and three, um, six and seven are on the other side. So, like, you got Jokic on the in the first seed, Jokic in the in the the Nuggets. So let's the back up. Seed. Let's back up a second. Mm-hmm. In the first round, if they stayed at six and the standings kind of stayed the way that they that they um look right now they'd be playing mm-hmm. one of memphis or sacramento in the first round correct I th- yeah i think sacramento owns a tiebreaker so they would be playing memphis if the playoff started today okay but we don't know how it's going to shake out but it would be one of those two teams likely so but you're comfortable with either one of those teams being the first round matchup in fact you prefer it for sure i okay. definitely prefer i definitely prefer that overseeing either the Suns or the Clippers in the first round, even though I feel like I feel confident the Warriors would be able to beat those teams. I just feel more confident in them having to see Memphis or Sacramento in the first round. Okay. So who would they be seeing potentially in the second round, assuming that they won and they go to Mm -hmm. the second round, they would be seeing what, like Denver most likely? No. If they were the fourth seed, they would be seeing Denver in the second round. If they're, the sixth seed, they play either one of Memphis or Sacramento, and then when they play the second round, it will be either Memphis or Sacramento. Unless they lost to the seventh seed. Unless one of those two teams lost to whoever the seventh seed. 
So mm-hmm. what side of the bracket is it? You just have the same teams. Like in the first round, they'd see. I'm saying because oh, you're saying the second second round. Yeah, the first and second round, you'll see either you'll see the second and the third seed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Sacramento and, and Memphis are both two and three. So you're okay. in their bracket. So you got to beat both of them to get to the conference finals, unless one of those two loses to like Dallas or something in the first round. Seven C loses to Dallas or something. Um, which I'll, I'll be fine with that too. Yeah, I'll be fine with that too. Like you just see Luca again is the same formula, right? Luca and, and Kyrie, and then they don't have any defense. You know what I mean? As opposed to if you're fourth, you probably will have to play Phoenix in the first round. And then you have to play Denver in the second round. Um, it's just, you know, either Denver or if the Lakers get eighth and they beat Denver, you got to go from, you got to play against Kevin Durant and then you got to play against LeBron in the second round. Well, this is really about the side of the bracket and the path. So you basically want them saying that the Warriors have an easy path all over again. For this year, after all the through. I don't care either. Yeah, I don't care if they say you got an easy path. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Katie probably loses his mind. <laughs> he loses his mind. <laughs> well, yeah, just like I said, the way the standings look right now is Jokic, Braun, Katie, Book, Kawhi, Paul George all on one side of the bracket, and it's John Morant, <laughs> Jaron Jackson, um, Darren Fox, Sabonis on the other side of the bracket. Like, give me that side, please. Like, Please, I, I hope then that we would at least see the Kings in the second round because I want them to have a first round win. I like them much more than I like um, the Grizzlies. And we got word that Ja is definitely trying to come back for the postseason. He suspended eight games, but he's left rehab or counseling wherever he was. I mean, like, how long was he even there? So, was he even there? Is a question. Not his gun, by the way. Not his gun. So he says. So, um, <laughs> so eight game suspension. So it's still to be determined. Like, yes, the Grizzlies do not play with him, but it's still to be determined. Like how they're affected by not having him for those eight games, and then, um, but he'll. He'll likely be back for the postseason. I don't think that changes the prediction either way, but it's just something to note. So, I mean, that's 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 the the landscape right now. Do we know if the Warriors and Clippers finish with the same record? Who owns the tie break since they split two two? What does it go to then? For the is it like conference record? Is it division? Which one is it? You know, it's conference record. Okay. And who has the better conference record right now? Between who and who? The Warriors and Clippers. The Warriors do. Okay. Yeah, that's why we were yeah, we were fifth and they were sixth, even though we had the same record before the game. No, it was because we had one, two of the, the three. So we had the true. That's true. Head. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's if it's even, then it goes to conference record. You're right. Okay. And what's the difference in the conference record? Is it like a few games or is it like one or two games? It's two games. Okay. okay. After tonight, well, it's two games. Yeah. That's a layout. That's a that that's that's where that's where a lay of the land, people. That's where things stand right now. So um it is what it is. 
They lost tonight, but they are not out. They're still in good position. So we move. We move. So with that, let's move, Dustin. Let's move on to look ahead at what the Warriors have coming up next. For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, they have a back-to-back, and they're going to see the Atlanta Hawks. And then, on the second night of the back-to-back, see the Memphis Grizzlies. Is that right? Yep. Without John Morant. Okay. So, I mean... They won't have Andre Iguodala, as we know, for any time in the near future. They won't have Draymond Green, though, which is the bigger thing. But because it's the Hawks, we don't care that much. Not don't care, but we still think it's a winnable game. Very much so. Okay. The Hawks have no bench. Um, it's the Trey Young show out there. Mm-hmm. So they don't play any defense. They they also lost two games in a row. Um, they're just not that good of a team. They're very mid, so it's it's a winnable road game for sure, especially with Steph playing at this level. Well, they need to utilize Kaminga in this game for sure. He definitely can take advantage advantage of mismatches. Yeah, and I think this this matchup is a little bit more conducive to a wingless team. Um, because the Hawks don't have a ton of wings. They got DeAndre Hunter, and then after that, it's just like kind of wings that are okay, but not that good. Sadiq Bay, um, and then after that, it's really nothing. They got it. They they're really guard heavy too. So, um, yeah, I expect Dante to have a good game. Stephen Clay to have good games. JP will have a good game, and um, yeah, they can they can definitely. This is uh, they got a break with this one with Draymond being suspended. So we are hoping for a W. Um, and then they have the Grizzlies. Um, it would be nice just to beat them after all that extraness that uh, Dylan Brooks was uh, doing in the last game. But we know the Warriors can beat this team. The Grizzlies don't got nobody's number. They are clowns. So um, mm-hmm. with that being said, though, Justin and I will not be coming back to you until after the Grizzlies game. So if there's a win, just know that the vibes are here in spirit, but we won't be here in the actual <laughs> flash until mm-hmm. after the Grizzlies game. And then we'll talk about both games, no matter the outcome. So we are rooting for that Warriors W. We think it's possible. We have gotten out of the prediction business because the Warriors keep making a fool of us. So but we are hoping for the W. We're hoping for the W. Of course we are. Right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a wrap for tonight, guys, because it is uh, 1.38 in the morning over here. And your girl is tired. She's been working a really, really, really long day, which is why you see me, you know, eating. I apologize. It's not that professional on the pod. But I have actually haven't eaten a meal all day. So, um, but thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You know what someone said in the comments on the YouTube channel, Justin? 
what'd they say oh your voice is uh is it better on the pod than on twitter i saw that <laughs> not my that voice <laughs> wait did someone say that about my voice and someone's just like she seems nicer than she is on twitter <laughs> <laughs> It's petty, it's petty time on Twitter. They got to understand that, though. Is that true, Justin? I mean, I'm not I mean, sure. It's petty. We, petty, we petty regardless, but... It's but I've always been nice to you on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I mean? Am I actually mean? Is that what it is? I mean, I know I got a smart mouth, but yeah, I don't think you mean. Like, I thought you were a mean girl. Just like a mean girl. And all I was thinking of, like the mean girls meme, you know, like the <laughs> can't sit with us. <laughs> oh New York. My, oh New York. <laughs> well, uh, it was funny. I thought the comment was funny. I let the person know that Twitter is not even ten percent of who I am. About like six to eight percent. Yeah, it is the most unfiltered version of Natalie. But like, come on, of course I can't be like that every day in real life. So it's me, but it's like it's the only place where I can be like fully me, like raw and unfiltered. But no, I'm a very nice person. Justin can vouch for me for sure. And our producer Greg, who you can't see, but he can vouch for me too. So um, thank you for tuning in, though. Thank you for the comments. Please send more and also leave us reviews and also give us ratings five stars and continue to send your suggestions. We appreciate your support. Honestly, I know I say this at the end of each podcast, but I'm very serious. I am always humbled by the idea that people take time to listen to us talk about basketball. Like you don't have to give us your time. There's so much content out there. So we appreciate y'all including Golden Spaces as part of it. Um, and we have like plans for the postseason and, and things. So don't worry. We're going to spice it up a little bit. But seriously, really appreciate y'all y'all tuning in and joining us. So we'll be back, as I mentioned, after the Grizzlies game. So until then, you know what to do. Follow Twitter, Instagram, Golden Spaces Pod is the handle and um share tell people about us we appreciate it and we will continue to give you great content until next time it's go dubs always go go dubs take care y'all